Media. Fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm Kat Shear. We are doing a series on semi-finalist athletes, and today we have the pleasure of meeting Molly McRandy. Molly, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It was a kind of a short training session earlier today, so... Okay. Let's hear it. What'd you do? We like to talk about workouts. So, Oh, okay. I started off with actually quite the burner. It was four sets of two legless rope climbs, 20 thrusters at 65 pounds, um, 20 double under crossovers, two legless rope climbs, and you had five minutes to do it. So you had to earn your rest four sets through, uh, had some bench, had some snatch grip deadlifts, and then ended with some skill work. I, for the first time ever, did a um, ring forward roll or a front roll. I'm not sure what they what they call them, but took me four tries. Got my first one. Uh, I was not so lucky during the workout. Those got harder. Um, just some skill work with ring muscle ups, deficit strict handstand push ups, those forward rolls, and then I had supposed to do zone two but ended up testing one of the age group qualifier workouts for um, one of my friends who lives in a town about 30 minutes away. She's a um, teen athlete, Haley Rolf. Uh, she's been to the games the past two years. Uh, so she asked me if I could uh, just hit the workout, if I had any tips or anything for her. So I did that instead of zone two. So I'd much rather do that instead of zone two also. <laughs> It was, it, it took about as long as zone two did. It was a long one. <laughs> are you a, are you a C2 uh, erg girl for, for your zone two or do you do something else? Um, it, de- it depends on the day. The C2 bike is the easiest to pull outside. So if it's sunny, that's my go-to. I'll take the bike outside and just soak up some vitamin D. But if it's cold, I like pulling the air runner in front of the TV and watching a podcast or uh YouTube has free movies, so I watch a movie. <laughs> okay. All right. I like yeah. that. Where are you uh, in the country, Molly? I'm in uh, Saginaw, Michigan. Okay. So you've got some brutal winners then. Yeah. Oh, yes. This, this part- winter, it wasn't too bad this winter. It was kind of mild, but um, winter is still holding on. We had one week of like 70, 80 degree weather, and now it's back in the 30s and 40s. So make up your mind. Another yeah. day, right? <laughs> so are, are you born and raised there? Yeah. Yep. I, I, um, I grew up here. I went to high school here. I ended up going to college here. I graduated from Saginaw Valley state university, which is like less than 20 minutes from home. Um, so I, I've never left. Yeah. You're like me. I've stayed in the same place my whole life. <laughs> no. Uh, you were, you were a gymnast as a, as a child or. Yes. I was a competitive gymnast for 13 years. I think I started when I was, uh, around three. Um, and then, lasted till almost my 16th birthday, but I kept getting injured and, um, coaches and parents and doctors were like, let's, let's see what else we can do. Let's, let's find something else for you to do. So I ended up 
running just track and cross country in high school, wasn't really into it. It wasn't until college that I got into like weightlifting and bodybuilding, which I really felt like I was like kind of finding where I fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until after college that I found CrossFit. So interesting. Okay. So yeah. in college, did you find it difficult, uh, the transition from, you know, being a super, super active gymnast to being a college student gym rat? Oh, yes. Well, it was, I had like a, like a year, almost two years of doing nothing. And, um, you know, you, you gain weight and, um, I just needed that, that kind of that competitive, like outlet or push. Um, cause that's not me being, um, sitting still and not being active is definitely not me. So that lasted, like I said, year, year and a half. And then, and then it was, um, in the weight room every single day. And sometimes, uh, lifting took precedence over homework. And I just, I was kind of finding my way. And, um, I knew that's kind of where I belonged was just in the fitness space. Okay. So what year was it that you found CrossFit then? I started CrossFit, uh, the end of August of 2018. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You're not strong at all. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That was was my first snatch at 180. I was excited. (laughs) So where did you start uh, your CrossFit journey? What box? Um, So at the time it wasn't affiliated. Um, It is now, I guess, I I think they affiliated like not too long after I started. Uh, It's called CrossFit Whip in Saginaw. And do you own that gym? (laughs) Yes. So how do you, uh, what a journey that, so you start CrossFit at CrossFit whip or a place that's called, you know, whatever CrossFit athletic or whip athletics. Yeah. And then, um, here we are four years later and you own it. Yes. So this was, this was not the plan, um, whatsoever. I mean, I think I was nine years old when I decided I wanted to be a doctor. So that's- everything through college was me prepping for medical school. It was, you know, taking all the AP classes. It was, um, working on the fire department as a first responder. It was working in the ER, the local hospital, um, as a scribe. Um, and it was just like pumping my resume. Uh, um, it was, it was pumping my, uh, resume to get ready for medical school. And I had graduated, um, from SVSU with my bachelor's in biology. Um, And so I had graduated, I think that like December, and then I had taken my MCAT the year before. So I took the seven hour test and honestly was just waiting um, from December to June until uh, medical school applications would open up. And in that timeframe, I, you know, was really starting to enjoy CrossFit and started coaching just a couple of the boot camp classes for the previous owners. And like, really enjoyed competing again because it hadn't been since, I mean, gymnastics when I was 14, 15, that I had that competitive outlet. And so in that time frame of graduating college and waiting for applications to open up, I decided that I didn't want that anymore, that I wanted to um, just try my hand at competing in CrossFit. And I had ended up quitting my job at the hospital to coach full-time and 
So was yeah. that, I don't mean to interrupt, but when you said you didn't want to do it anymore, was it, you want to put it on hold because you thought this was something else or you've completely kind of abandoned it and said like, this is um, um, all roads ahead? Yeah, yeah. So so I think at the time I called it putting it on hold, I think, because um, I mean, my parents were like, what are you doing? <laughs> they kill you if you said otherwise. <laughs> but very supportive, of course. Sure. Um, my mom's my, my biggest fan and my biggest supporter. And so is my dad, but it makes a little bit more sense now that, that we own the gyms, but, um, yeah, I, I had put that on hold. Uh, I think knowing in my heart that that just wasn't what I wanted anymore mm-hmm. and, um, started coaching, uh, full time, which allowed me that flexible training schedule. Uh, and I had hired a, a coach kind of through the previous gym owners, they, they knew of him, um, and just started training. And, and it's kind of funny. I look back now and it's, um, you know, I was started two a days and like would have to take a nap in between my sessions and, and just like where I'm at now compared to when I started, mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's like half a session now. Like, <laughs> I thought I was really doing something and, and it's nowhere to, you know, nowhere close to where I am now. But um, yeah, I had coached for the previous owners for, I guess it would have been three years. Um, And then my boyfriend and I, uh, he also competes. Um, We had gotten back from a competition in Louisiana called Wad Gods. Uh, I think that was like the end of April of 2021 and uh, the previous owners came to me and said um hey we're we're looking to move on uh, we want to move our family to texas um and you are kind of the only one that we could see really taking this place over and, and doing something with it and i was like what uh, <laughs> it was like kind of out of the blue i i had you know i they they became such good friends and kind of like family that they had talked about maybe like our five-year plan is, is moving to Texas. And, um, but it was like, they wanted to go now. And so I knew just from working there and running boot camps and kind of becoming like stepping into that role of gym manager. Um, I knew the CrossFit kind of business and, um, the, the do's and don'ts of, of owning it and running it. And my boyfriend graduated, uh, actually from the same college with his MBA. So he knew business. Um, so we looked at each other and we're like, are we, are we doing this together or what? And, and so we took over CrossFit whip July 1st of 2021. And, um, we had the intentions of, of moving the gym and were promised a, a move in date of October 20, uh, yeah, 21. Mm-hmm. Um, and it ended up being a whole year and a half of dealing with, uh, just construction and, um, just an, just a nightmare. Everything that could go wrong, went wrong, trying to move our affiliate. Um, in the meantime, in that year and a half time frame, we actually bought a second gym. So we own, um, two, two gyms. We have CrossFit whip, and then we have uh, a second location kind of across town that's called whip fitness and act, it acts as an extension of us. Okay. Um, same programming, same, all that. So 
we not only moved our affiliate, but um, bought a second gym in the process. And um, it's one membership, two locations, but um, it's just a lot. It's a lot, but it's it was a no brainer to buy that second gym and it has just allowed us to expand our community that much more. Mm-hmm. So very fun. That's yeah. awesome. So let's talk a little bit about your competitive career. So you were, you qualified for Atlas games last year, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you know, haven't been in this sport very, very long. I mean, you jumped from, you know, top 500, even last year, top 500 to like top 150 basically yeah. in, in yeah. a year. Were you, um, were you a backfill in 2022 for Atlas Games or did you qualify? No, I ended up um, 65th in North America and they took okay. you know, top 120 last year. So I, okay, good. Uh, which was a huge surprise to me um, <laughs> because I mean, with all that going on, we were trying to move the affiliate and just the stress and, and um, we had actually been asked to move from our upstairs gym into the basement of that building. So we didn't have a rig. We weren't allowed to drop weights. Um, I mean, because we were at that time past our lease. So no complaints from us because that landlord let us stay a whole year and a half after we were supposed to. Oh, but awesome. yeah, but but tr- kind of training for semifinals last year was um, it was tricky and it was a lot of um, scaling movements and it was having to travel to neighboring gyms to just get my hands on rings and a rig and uh, be able to put some heavyweights overhead and drop them. So mm-hmm. last year was a big, um, it, it was a big surprise to to make it that far. And you didn't do too shabby at the Alice games either. You were just outside of the top 10. Yeah. Yeah. I, I placed 11th, which was, which was awesome. I was very happy. Yeah. So um, who's your coach? Um, so now I follow Mayhem Compete. Uh, when we when we took over the gym, we changed the the affiliate programming to Mayhem Affiliate, okay. and um, just being a, a new gym owner trying to save some money, um, I ended up switching to Mayhem Compete as well. Okay. And um, so you're not getting like one on one necessarily. No. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, and you're still doing that well. That's great. Um, does Jeremy give you any? pointers oh he yes he does it's it's kind of funny we were um we were training partners before we were uh boyfriend and girlfriend Mm -hmm. and I seem to listen to him more when we were just training partners but no no he's he's very helpful and um he has been doing CrossFit I, I think just a few months longer than I have and he was a college football player so I I trust his opinion and and he knows he knows fitness and he, he lives and breathes it. That's for sure. So I try to take his advice. <laughs> I got it. So going, going into this season, you mentioned sort of all the, all the trials and tribulations from last year, having to cobble together equipment and go to other places. Um, and you made an Instagram post about this, that, you know, you had such a great experience doing quarters this year in your own gym, right? Yes. You didn't have to borrow someone else's rope. You could drop weights because what you were on like a second floor at one point in time or yeah, we, we were. And then, yeah, about six months into owning the gym, we, we had to move into the basement and the, the building that the gym was in at the time was just not meant for a CrossFit gym. It was not meant for dropping weights or cause the whole thing sh- shook all yeah. the way up the three floors. So Gosh. 
So <laughs> how, how much of a great experience was that then to just be able to do it in your own place and not have to worry about all that stuff? Oh my gosh, it was incredible. It was, it was kind of an emotional weekend because that whole year and a half was just having like, it just felt like the, the weight of the world on my shoulders trying to move this gym and this community into the the gym that they deserved. And, and, you know, I had like a kind of like a, a light bulb switch last year during training where, you know, I was feeling sorry for myself. I'm like, I have this, you know, we have this 10 legless rope climb event and I have a, like a four foot rope that I've been practicing on. Um, but I'm thinking about it and I'm like, you know what? No one cares. Like, let's, let's do something about it. Let's, you know, we have to get to other gyms. We have to, uh, just work with what we have and to be able to, to do all of the work, excuse me, do all of the workouts in my own gym and not have to worry about, um, you know, ceiling height or the dropping of the weights. It was, it was just everything that we had worked so hard for the past year and a half kind of came to fruition. It was, it was honestly, I think we moved in that gym like three weeks before quarterfinals. So it was, it was just like a, just a very sweet moment. Yeah. That's awesome. I, um, I was looking at your Instagram cause that's how I do most of my research. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not, you know, if you're not Googleable, um, who, what is, what is a puppy brother? <laughs> oh my gosh. You went way back. I did. Who, who is your puppy brother and what does that mean exactly? You're an only oh. child, right? No, 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 that's, no, 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 that's, that's my brother. I have, have, brother. A, I have okay. yeah, I have an older brother, uh, who's five years older than me. And like, just growing up, um, he was so good at being an older brother, meaning like just picked on me constantly. Um, so I, I don't know where the term puppy brother came up, but I just give him terrible nicknames because now I'm old enough that I can dish it back to him. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 27. 27. Okay. Yep. Um, Christianity. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. You're, you're a Christian. Yes. And you talk about it a little bit on social media. How, how does that come into play with your training or with your philosophy? And, and obviously mayhem has, you know, there's a connection there yeah. with, with Christianity as well. How, do, what kind of role does that play in your training? In your oh, life in general? Uh, just a, just a huge part. Um, you, you can always find me, um, kind of off in the corner before uh, an event like quarterfinals or even an open workout, especially at semifinals, just um, praying to God and thanking him for the opportunity to, to even be doing what I love every day. That's, that's the, that's my biggest prayer is just being so grateful that I get to live a life that I love and I look forward to every day. And it may be tough and, um, you know, dealing with, you know, two gyms and, it's a lot of people and it's a lot of like, like overhead, but my gosh, I don't think I would be as happy doing anything else. So it's, it's always, you know, giving thanks to God and, uh, the, the kind of the phrase that I say before I step onto, to the floor, even if I, even if I'm training and I, and I know this workout's going to be tough, it's, um, keep me strong, keep me smart, keep me safe. And that's kind of, what's going in my head the whole time. So I like that a lot. Um, have you been to Cookville? Have you ever been to Mayhem? I have not. No, I would love to. I love the chance. 
yeah, you've got to go. I've been once and you just kind of want to move in. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure that that would be the, that would be the hard part. It's, it's quite nice for sure. Yeah. Um, so what, obviously the goal is to get to the CrossFit games. Um, yeah. Do you, do you see yourself there? Oh, I, I, I mean, I, I have to say yes. That I don't, you know, I don't train three, four five hours a day and, and, you know, do everything that I do. If the answer were no, um, that is obviously the, the main goal. Uh, and it's kind of funny. I had a, a conversation with, um, one of my friends the other day during training and it was, um, and I don't know if she had asked that same question or how it got brought up, but it's, um, just like, do, do I want to go? Absolutely. But, um, you know, do I want to give up being as involved, uh, with my gyms? Absolutely not. So mm -hmm. it's just, it's, it's kind of a, a, just a balancing act of, you know, how, how can we push ourselves during training? How, how can I recover, but how can I still be a, such a big part of the gym? Um, and I'm learning that. And this feels like the first year that I've, um, had the opportunity to like, I mean, be an actual gym owner. I'm not in the, we're not in the basement anymore. I'm marketing, I'm advertising, I'm onboarding new people. I have personal training clients, but, um, I also am 27 and you see, you see older athletes in the space. And, um, I don't think it's out of reach for me as long as I can stay healthy and, you know, stay on top of recovery, which that's, that seems to be my biggest like struggle right now is getting enough sleep. And, um, but yeah, the, the goal is the games. And I, and I think if I can stay healthy, it's going to happen. If it's not this year, it could be next year. Yeah. And it's, and it sounds like too, you've got other things to fulfill you that if you don't get to the games, you still, you win anyway. Right. Yeah, Cause absolutely. now you've got a little bit of an off season and you can, you know, sort of tend to the folks at your affiliate and all of that, um, which is that's awesome. True. I know when I opened up my affiliate, I became very unfit the first year because, you know, you have so many other things to focus on and you kind of put that in on the back burner. Um, and I certainly wasn't trying to qualify for the CrossFit games either. So I can't imagine, you know, sort of the pressure and no wonder you're not getting a lot of sleep because, you know, there's, there's a lot to do. You need the earth spin on its axis a little more slowly. Yeah, I <laughs> sort of stand still and that's the only way you can do that. And uh -huh. I've tried it. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always tell people if I could clone myself, if there were just one more of me, oh, yeah. I yeah. could rule the world. Yeah. That'd be good. Um, Scott has a good question here. Do you have affiliates at your gym that qualified for quarterfinals? And if so, what difficulties does that bring um, for you if you're having to sort of take care of them as an affiliate owner and still, you know, do your thing? Or maybe do you have age group people that are doing semis even? Yeah. So um, it was only Jeremy and myself that qualified for quarterfinals, okay. which may think, make, made things a little bit easier because it's, I mean, it's just he and I. Um, but we still like, I am, um, kind of the head coach. I, I'm the only, uh, coach that doesn't have another full-time gig. The gym is my full-time gig. Mm -hmm. Um, so I still cover most of the classes. 
Um, but our coaches were incredible. And I think I only ended up having to coach one class kind of during the weekend of, of quarterfinals. And, uh, it was a little tricky kind of having to, um, schedule around class times. Cause we're not going to stop classes just for us. It's right. I, I wish, but <laughs> we, the, you know, the gym has to keep on moving. Right. Um, but in the future, I can see, um, I have a, a couple teenagers that are really looking to compete. Um, and I have no doubt that next year we'll see a couple of them in quarterfinals. So that's something, that's something to look forward to. And I, and kind of the more the merrier, if, if people want to hop in, even on my training, I always love other people around me, even if we're not doing the same thing or we're not quite at the same level, it's just having people around. So if we can get more athletes, uh, into quarterfinals, I think the, the, the more, the merrier. Yeah. I like that. Is your, um, is sort of the training age of your gym somewhat young, would you say not young in like chronological age, but training age? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would, I would say yes. Um, like what's your average, what's the average chronological age of your member? Members? Um, that's, that's a tough question. There's only a few, honestly, there's only a few people who have been doing CrossFit longer than I have. Um, yeah. So you've got, and how about like the age range of the people? Are they, you have a lot of soccer moms? My my youngest member is 11. Okay. Um, and our oldest are well into their seventies. Uh, I would say our average is thirties and forties. Okay. I think since Jeremy and I took over the gym, um, just because the previous owners were a family, they had, they had three little kids. And, um, so it was very family oriented kind of when they, when they took over and not, or when they had the gym, when mm-hmm. Jared and I took over, I mean, we're both in our twenties and, um, are very vocal about competing and, and wanting people to compete if that's what they want, kind of just tailoring to, to, what each member wants out of the gym. Um, we've started to see some, some younger people come in and they're in their teens and early twenties, like ready and rearing to, to kind of get into that competitive space. So, and those, and those non-competitive members are okay with that? A thousand percent. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. We've got, I mean, we've got such a, we've got such a great community and, um, we're, we're very, I, and mayhem does a great job at like, giving it, sending the coaches notes on, you know, how, how we should be scaling. So, um, you know, if, if people are just there to move and sweat, mm-hmm. we make sure that they know that, that that's okay. Uh, and give those, give those people that option. And we've also, we've got people who are looking to compete and I'll say, Hey, if, if you're, you know, looking to do X, Y, and Z in the open this year, this is how we should be approaching the workout. That's important. I, I know my gym, we don't have many competitors, so it's, that's pretty easy to do, but, um, sure. it's a good coach to be able to balance the two and make it work. So kudos to you for doing that. Yeah. Thank you. So back to semis, uh, you're going to the West or East? East. Yep. Okay. So you'll be in Orlando. Yes. Uh, a couple weeks heading here. What, uh, what's some of your focus leading into that in terms of movement, nutrition, sleep recovery? So this week is all about sleep. Um, 
uh, I actually, it's kind of funny. I went to a baby shower for a friend um, last weekend, uh, someone I met in college and and she actually introduced me to Christ and um, I was in her wedding and um, I like, I, it was, I was taken out of my bubble, like my little training, training bubble, my gym bubble. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm weird. I don't know how to interact with normal people anymore. I'm like, I was, I'm like, I didn't know how to make small talk. I'm like, okay. Like, You're asking everybody what their plan time was. <laughs> you weren't understanding what you were saying. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm the weird kid in class now. Um, no, it's, it's, that's totally fine. There's a, there's a, a time in the season to be social and have the small talk, but we are in the bubble now. Mm-hmm. Um, my focus is definitely sleep. Um, and I've got awesome coaches that help me out with the 5:30 a.m. class, so I'm not having to to get up um, that early often. Um, but just kind of getting getting back into my my weekend routine of all the sleep, all the food. Um, after fittest experience um, end of January this year, um, I hired uh, Kelly Baker uh, with Black Nutrition or Black Iron Nutrition. Um, she's, a friend, she's a friend of the show. We love Kelly. Yeah. She's amazing. She's amazing. And that was, that was, I think a huge, um, like turning point in the, in the season for me, I know enough about nutrition for the average, average Joe, but to, to fuel a competitive athlete who's training for hours and hours. And, um, I just, I had no idea what I was doing to, to be honest. And, um, working with her and realizing how underfed I was, um, even all last year and like at fittest experience, mm-hmm. um, that's been a huge game changer. So we've been staying on top of nutrition, um, which I think was other than having all of the equipment I need in one place. Now, nutrition has been the biggest game changer this, this season. So just Good. staying on so, top of that. Yeah. You getting 11th place at Atlas games with shitty nutrition, <laughs> uh, you know, you've got some, some runway then. Yeah. Well, semi-final. fingers crossed. Yeah. We hope, we okay. hope. Awesome. Anything particular you're looking forward to with the experience? Who's going with you? Who's getting your coaches pass? Oh my gosh. We have a crew going this year. Um, Jeremy will get my coaches pass. Um, my mom actually can't make it this year. She is devastated and I'm devastated because she's been to every gymnastics meet track meet I mean, growing up and, Mm -hmm. um, just work conflict. And, and so, um, Jeremy's, Jeremy's taken, uh, the role of, uh, boyfriend coach and mom, uh, (laughs) this, this, uh, this go around. Um, and I think we have like a group of 15 to 20 people going, and I don't know if you watched any of the like the live feed of Atlas Games, but um, the two women that were screaming the entire time, those were my friends. And they, they're going again. So we have we have a whole uh, like a, just a big group of people, which I'm excited about. I'm just excited to have gotten, I think, kind of the jitters out my first go around at semifinals last year. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming into it um, just like, I think more confident. Um, like I, I almost thought like, well, last year was a fluke. I don't know how I got here with, with 
everything going on and right with what little uh, resources you had. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, this year I felt a little bit more pressure, of course, put on by myself, um, to perform during quarterfinals and ended up 29th, uh, in, in the region. And, and so like knowing that in the back of my head, I have more confidence going into this year and just knowing that I have like Kelly making sure that I am fueled well. Um, and just like, I've been able to touch all the things, pegboards, all the legless rope climbs that my little elbows can handle. Like, I'm just excited to see, um, like, like what I can do this year compared to last year and just kind of soak in the, the experience a little bit more instead of being so, so nervous and, um, hopefully making a splash. Are, are you going to be competing against Kelly? Is she going no, 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 no. She's in the, she's in the West region. <laughs> super awkward. But cool too. But cool. Yeah. It, it would, it would have been great to see her, but we, we had met in, in Texas. That's, that's kind of how that got started was. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, we are wishing you the best of luck and it was so great to get to know you a little bit. And as a, as an affiliate owner, I'd love to keep in touch. Right. Yes. Um, I think there's some things that we can learn from each other. And I think <clears throat> women owned affiliates are super cool. And, uh, you know, you don't see them necessarily all the time. And we, we, we chicks have to stick together. So yeah, um, Scott will be in Orlando. So look out for him and hopefully we can get some, you know, sideline interviews and, and check in with you throughout the weekend. Perfect. That would be awesome. Okay. Well, appreciate everybody in the chat for chiming in and uh, we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Media Podcast.